Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. I got this word that I got to live in your heart today because I can't afford for you not to make it in this season. I'm going to be in Mark the 5th chapter and I want you to go ahead and turn there right now but I want you to get your hearts ready because this word, I can't afford for you not to hear this word this morning and what God wants to share with us. For those who've been join, joining with us, we've been on a journey in Mark the 5th chapter. All right, uh, the, the verses that God has given us, we're going to read them in just a second. So grab your Bibles and we're going to read this thing together. All right, we're going to read it read it together and I'm going to preach this word into your spirit God got me on this journey to push and be a coach like never before in the hopes that I may coach you past your emotions coach you past what it feels like and what it looks like and get you to digest what real victory feels like and the process of what real victory feels like so I got to keep you on this regimen and this appetite that God has given us and we're reading together from Mark the fifth chapter we're going to start at verse amen let's let's start at verse amen 20 20 20 20 25 25 25 25 would be good yeah let's start at 25 and we'll go to 34 25 25 and 34 everybody with me let's read it together and it said and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and have suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse when she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment Woo. for she said if I may touch but his clothes I shall be whole and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him turned about in the press and said who touched my clothes his disciples said unto him thou seest the multitude thronging thee and thou sayest uh, unto us thou sayest thou who touched me and he looked round about to see her that had done this thing but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what was done in her body came and fell down before him and told him all the truth and he said unto her daughter Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you for the opportunity to teach and preach and inspire. We give your name, praise and glory for this sanctified moment. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Everybody who loved the Lord say amen. Amen. My heart today is twofold. I got twofold, twofold. My heart today is twofold. I may be talking to two groups of people. This first group of people I want to identify is a people who are in a fight for your life. You are in a fight for your life. Something has come up in your destiny. Something has come up in your life and you are in a downright dirty fight for your life and your destiny. 
And I need to inspire you to win. So that's my first group I want to identify. Somebody who's in the fight for life and I need to inspire you to win. That's the first group. This other group are those who have won their fight in life. And by this uh, way I'll go about this text today, I want to kind of congratulate you. And, and thank you and give you some feedback and some warm regards on your victory in life. We got one group going through, need to be inspired. We got another group who's come out and we need to celebrate that they have come out of their greatest fight of their life. Of their life. My approach in these verses that we're going to take in the next few minutes is I really want to be inspirational to you all this morning. I want to inspire you. Now, one of the challenges that I do have because of the way I'm going to approach these verses using a little bit of creativity and using a little bit of insight and creative license, I do have to be careful because I want to inspire you in this text without creating any biblical errors. You may not know what I'm talking about. I'm not interested in and not dividing the, the word of God properly, but I am interested in inspiring you. You know, you see what Hollywood does. Hollywood does. Hollywood will take the story of Moses or the story of Daniel. And by the time they put creativity to it, it changes what the text was actually intended for the sake of entertainment and Hollywood. So today, while I do want to inspire you and have a different approach to this text, I do want to make sure that I am biblically accurate to what I want to inspire you about. So please watch me very closely. Today, I have entitled this message, An Interview with a Winner. An Interview with a Winner. We have already read this text, but we're going to discover today how it was this woman's practice of faith that made her whole. It was this woman's practice of faith. The way she practiced her faith that made her whole. Hear me clearly. It's not about just having thoughts. It's not just about having words or ideas. But it's the sum total of thoughts, ideas, actions put together moving in the direction of God that made this woman whole. Another way of saying it is we would discover that it wasn't just about thinking about being healed that got a whole. It wasn't having an idea a breakthrough that got her free but it was the idea the thoughts the action everything she put together as a package so she can move in faith I'm telling you we will see that it is the practice of our faith that makes us whole and I must see help you see this very clearly today as we glean from this story verse 33 is where I really get the focus of an interview with a winner. Verse 33 says, But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. So today, I want to kind of speak on behalf of this certain woman if I can. I want to kind of bring her two weeks after her healing. And I want to bring her to the scene of one of the local news reporters have finally caught up with this certain woman. This certain woman who have got this miraculous healing, she finally found her and now she wants to interview her concerning being a winner. 
Here it is. It's been said, talking to the certain woman, that when you heard of Jesus, that you came behind him in the press. Is that true? She replies, yes, because I've learned in life you got to get in the press. You can't sit at home when everything seems cozy, even when things are hard. You got to get up and get in the press. She says, I got tired of living a why me life. Why this happened to me? Why I had to go through this issue? You know what I mean? I got tired of living a why me life. And she said, I decided to live a why not me life. Why not me? Why? Why can't I be the one? that recover from this why can't I be the one that go from little to much I just start saying why not me every day I would get up I would complain but I decided to start saying something different and if rather than saying why not me I start saying what well, rather than saying why me I stay I stand why not me she said I had to learn to give myself a break I was so hard on myself I kept looking at everything I did wrong and blaming myself for why I was in this condition I had to learn to give myself a break. She said, I also, I also heard this story about this man from Decapolis. You know, over there by Genesaret, somewhere around there, somebody was telling me about this man. They told me about this man, he was full of demons. They told me about this man, he was full of demons. He had so many demons that they call him Legion. This man had some big problems. He would be cutting himself. He was living with the dead among the cemetery. Every time they bound him with chains, he would break forth. He would break loose. This man was out of control. They say one minute he will be worshiping Jesus. They say Jesus came up to him and they say he started worshiping Jesus. Then after he started worshiping Jesus, they said, then he started telling Jesus, Jesus, leave me alone. He was up and down all over the place. This man was out of control. They say one minute he was a worshiper. The next minute he was all over the place. You know, but when I heard about this story, I was like, well, that sounds like me. I heard about Jesus healing this man and I felt like my life was out of control. I felt like my life was all over the place. But if Jesus could heal him, I start saying Jesus could heal me. So I decided, shoot, I'm about to get out of this house and I'm about to go find this Jesus. Shoot, everybody heard that story about that man being demon possessed and all over the place. That man was so messed up. You heard about that story? You heard about that story? Yeah, that man was so messed up. He couldn't keep his right mind. Matter of fact, he was so messed up, we didn't even know what was in him. Y'all ain't heard about this story? Y'all ain't hear about this story? This man, they said that we didn't know how bad he was off until Jesus, how bad he was until all this stuff came out of him. They say when Jesus cast the devil out of him, that the demons went into the pigs. And the pigs died and they choked. So that shows to me that whatever was in him was killing him every day. But I said, this thing but seemed like it's trying to kill me. But I'm going to find this Jesus that healed this man who was crazy. Everyone around here knows this story. Everybody around here, and I was like, hmm, he can help. He, Jesus, help that man. And I know he can help me. So I got out of my house, and I started looking for my breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Well, the lady says, the interview person says, well, I heard you jumped in front of a 12-year-old girl who was on the verge of death. Jesus was going to her house and you jumped on in the midst of the, the procession. You jumped in front of her. I heard you a savage. <laughs> she laughs. She chuckles. She says, 12-year-old girl. I didn't even know about no 12-year-old girl. I was just focusing on my own breakthrough. But since you said that, I figured if I'm 12 years with an issue and she 12 years old, we got something in common. Maybe I jump-started her breakthrough. 
Maybe I jump-started her recovery. I didn't even know nothing about this 12-year-old girl. I didn't know about no 12-year-old girl. I seen Jesus walking down the street, and I just said, this is my opportunity. I didn't know I was jumping in front of a 12-year-old girl. Really? I jumped in front of a 12-year-old girl? I didn't know anything about that. You say, yes, ma'am. They call you a savage around here. Well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. She said, well, I, I just got to ask this. How did you keep on going? How did you keep on going? They say you went to a whole lot of doctors. She says, yes, I just kept going. I had to keep going to keep from giving up. See, you know, when Jesus came to my city, you know, I ain't have time to be all sad about everything. You know about Jesus. When Jesus healed that demon man, he got rejected. That's why Jesus came to my city, because he got rejected. He got rejected from that city. He healed the man. They didn't want him, and he came to my city. So, hey, it don't matter how many times I went to the doctor, I feel like I'm going to overcome this rejection. And this man was full of demons and rejection after Jesus healed him. Jesus came to my city. And if Jesus didn't come to my city after being rejected, I can keep on going after being rejected. I can keep on moving after being rejected. So the lady said, okay, okay, let's get back to these doctors. So be honest with me. Please be honest with me. So you really are not upset with all these doctors? It looks like they took advantage of you. It looked like they just took all your money, didn't really care about you. You tell me you really are not upset about all these doctors taking advantage of you? Just say, no. I look at each occasion of disappointment as a time I survived. Every time I was disappointed, I look at that I made it through it. It means that the Lord kept me. It means that the Lord brought me through many things. I guess that means I got a whole lot to praise the Lord for. If I've been disappointed a lot, if I've been rejected a lot, if I've been through a lot, people have mistreated me a lot, that just means I've survived a lot. That just means that God has brought me through a lot. And I got a lot to thank him for. Matter of fact, praising the Lord is my motivation. I want you to know that I praise the Lord every morning. I get up in the morning and I sing this favorite song. You know I like to sing. Y'all never heard me sing? I love to sing. She says, she says, she says, I don't feel no waste Come too far from where I started from. She began to sing that song. She said, I sung this song every day, every morning that I couldn't give up. I couldn't get tired. Nobody told me what the, world, what the road was going to look, look like, but I just don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. I don't believe it. Every day I kept singing this song. I kept singing to my spirit that God was going to bring me out. That interview person says, you're something else. you got plenty of personality. She said, yeah, people don't really know who I am. Because I've been quarantined for so long, people don't even know the gifts I have. The interview person, all right, that's enough. Final question. So how do you feel since you have recovered? Do you feel lucky? Do you feel like it was a chance situation? Do you feel like, you know, tell me how you feel. She said, really, when I thought about it a few days, I really began to understand faith. That Jesus was actually looking for people with faith. There were a whole lot of people in the crowd. And in the crowd, we can assume that everybody in the crowd is a follower of Jesus. But everyone who's in the crowd don't really desire fellowship. Everybody in the crowd don't really want worship. Everybody in the crowd really don't want discipleship. I decided I was going to come out of the crowd. Do something that distinguish who I am and what I desire from the crowd. She said, shoot, even haters are in the crowd. Everybody's in the crowd. I had to make a difference in that moment that I wanted something from God. 
So no, I don't feel lucky. I feel like I put my faith in action. I feel like I put every foot in front of the other every day. I felt like I got up when no one was there to encourage me. I felt like I kept going when no one else was around me. No, I don't feel lucky. I feel like I am a rewarder to them who diligently seeks him. I feel like I'm a rewarder of those who live by faith. And I remember that moment when Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? I was trembling. I was shaking. And I was thinking, he want to know who touched me. I said, well, I done did this thing now. It's time for me to come out of my hiding place. It's time for me to reveal who I am. And I remember that moment when he touched me. I wanted everybody to know that I'm not afraid. I want everybody to know that I'm not scared. I want everybody to know that I'm more than a conqueror. I want everybody to know that I don't live in the emotions of being abandoned and rejected. I want everybody to know who touched you, Jesus? This person who's resilient. This person who's more than a conqueror. That's who touched you. That's who came out of the house. I want everybody to know that I have been planning this deliverance. I didn't know where it was going to come from, but I have been thinking every day if I can keep pushing and I can keep going and if I can keep pressing my way that I can get this deliverance I just knew that Jesus was on my side and that nothing could stop me if I keep going today I've taken these very simple verses I've used a different creative approach today a different mindset hopefully that you can see the heart of a woman who wouldn't give up a woman who would strategize a woman who would get up even after tough days of going to the doctor and hearing disappointment I took a different approach I wanted you to hear the voice the strategy of a winner somebody who's been through rough stages somebody who's been through tough things but the reason they're still alive and whole today is because they refuse to give up when everything else said let go this woman in this text is an interview of a winner she's somebody who shows us that if you keep pressing in the press that Jesus will heal your body today I want some of you to know that you're on the verge of a miracle you're on the verge of a comeback you're on the verge of a turnaround you're on the verge of it. If you can conceive it, you can achieve it. If you can believe it, you can have it. Some of you are right now in the midst of some of the darkest places of your life. And I'm telling you, you got to push. You got to get in the press. You can't give up. You got to get in the press. You got to be encouraged by things that would normally discourage you. You got to learn how to flip things around for your good. You got to move from a mindset of being pessimistic to being optimistic. You got to move from a mindset of being negative than being positive. You got to move. You got to shift yourself. This woman encourages us. She's the, she's the voice of a winner. She's the voice of a winner. We cannot think that people who win and people who overcome, overcome lightly. We can't think that to press your way and to believe God for 12 years was an easy thing. To go through something for 12 years. Think about it. Some of us go, for, go through something for six months. And we're thinking about quitting everything. Locking up ourselves in a cave. Telling everybody don't call me. Come on, you get so frustrated, you don't know who your friends, you're getting mad at the people who love you, who support you. Here's a woman who held on for 12 years. This is a woman, she's resilient, she held on for 12 years. 12 years she struggled and that's the truth of the matter I would not want to paint victory that victory is always done in a moment in a twinkling of an eye sometime you have to hold on for a while till victory comes 
Sometimes you have to hold on for a while when it's bleak and it's looking like never think nothing's going to come out of this. It shows us in this text, this woman, she's a, she's a winner. She shows us that you sometimes have to hold on when it seems like holding on doesn't make sense. It's right there in the text. It shows us 12 years she had an issue. Some of us would give up in the fifth year. Oh, but if you knew that if you held on a little while longer, that thing you're dealing with can be a testimony. I, I, I just seem even in this text, hear me clearly, I seem in this text, one thing I love about it, uh, I, in this text, I just believe that this woman went on to live a full blessed life. Uh, that's one of the things that, that we get what, through imagination that we can inspire to do. Let me say it this way. What would you do if you didn't have your issue? Uh, let me say it like that. What would you do if the thing that was holding you for 12 years, the thing that wouldn't let you be great, you know that saying that we got that they wouldn't let me be great. Well, what would happen if that thing that was holding you, bothering you, tripping you up, got out of your way? Think about where this woman is now in, and in the season of her life in this text. Now that after 12 years, it'll show you that sometimes it's worth fighting for. Sometimes, oh Lord, I don't know if I should be fighting for this, but deep down, you got to be able to to make decisions on what's worth fighting for. And this woman fought for 12 years. You know how, how high this woman can hold her head now? You know how high she can hold her head? You know how high she can hold her head right now? <laughs> you, know, you know who she can encourage right now? Do you understand that this, this woman right now can, can go down the street, lease a building, and, and start an inspirational counseling service? Oh, if you've been through something for 12 years and come out on the other side, oh, you got strength. If you've been through something for 12 years and held on, oh, you didn't hold on by luck. You didn't make it there because everything was in your favor. You got something in you. You got something you can offer to somebody. You got something you can, come on, you can't go through this and be disappointed. And it's one thing if you were disappointed from people who couldn't help you, but she was disappointed from doctors. And yet she got moving and yet she kept going. So don't tell me what this woman's life could be like after her issue. Today I wanted to take this approach and I'm done. Because I need you to hear the heart of a winner. How winners think. How winners believe. I wanted you to sense the grind of a winner. We always talk about I'm in my grind. Well you ain't in your grind till everything's against you. People talk, well, I'm in my grind. No, everything working in your favor. You ain't in no grind. The grind is when everything's against you, but you're going against it. You ain't in your grind when everything's flowing in your favor. You ain't in your grind. You in your grind the most when everything is going different from how you believe in. But you keep going against the odds. You keep believing that God's going to bring you out of this. This is what this woman is. She's a winner. She's a winner. I'm, I'm amazed by her strength. God keep telling me, slow down this text. This woman is more sophisticated in thought than y'all want to give her credit for. Y'all want to read her story and shout over her victory and y'all don't want to process her 12 years. Y'all don't want to process what it took to go through to achieve something like this and to hold her head up for 12 years. To be resilient for 12 years. I know in this season it's God's design for me to coach you 
to greater victory. It is God's design for me to use my ability, my creative ability, my preaching ability, my teaching ability, my faith, because that's my gift, my gift of faith and to believe. Oh, God. I need to move you forward in quick moment in your mind. I need to move you forward. Some of you are still in it, but for, for a moment, I need you to escape what you're in for a moment. You're going to have to come back. See, we like fantasy. And fantasy tricks you because it disappoints you. But I'm about to let you escape for a moment, but I'm going to bring you back so you'll have the strength to fight. I need you to escape, and I need you to paint your life with your mind, with your imagination, or what life looks like after the issue. Go right now in your mind, right now. Use your mind on what you could be doing, what you could be achieving with certain things removed out of your way. Overcome, overcoming certain things, what you'll be able to touch, impact your feelings of emotions, your feelings of completeness, your feelings of knowing and belonging and assurance and esteem. I need you to go there right now. I need you to escape the trouble, the emotions of the process right now. And I need you to move to tomorrow. I want you to hear a voice of a winner so you can start understanding this thing is possible. This thing in your life is reachable. This thing in your life is attainable. Oh, it's attainable. Oh yeah, if you start to imagine. Let me let you in on something the Lord been ministering to me about. God's been talking to me about. He said, Pastor Joe, during this season, I need you to reimagine truth gatherers. He said, I need you to reimagine it. I need you to go back into your heart of vision for ministry and church. And I need to reimagine truth gatherers. And I start reimagining truth gatherers. And I'll give you a sneak peek of what I imagined. I imagined so many diverse dialects and people from different countries attached to our church. And it was just like we can preach the gospel in all kinds of languages. We have people ministering to Haiti. We have people ministering to Jamaica. We have people ministering to Germany. We have people ministering to Bolivia and all different countries. I just seen as such an ambassadorship in our church. God said, I need you to reimagine what you could do with the gospel of Jesus. He said, I need you to reimagine. Don't get stuck in the confines of what you saw. Reimagine what's possible. And God wants some of you to move out of the constraints of your pressure and move out of the constraints of what you're dealing with and relieve your mind to see what's possible. It's no way this woman didn't make it. No way she made it if she didn't start seeing what's possible. She saw what was possible. She's a winner. And I wanted you to glean these heart and this thought on what, how, what, how you got to be to be a winner. See, winners show up every day, even when they don't feel well. Oh, that's a winner. Many people wonder why Le Le LeBron James or Michael Jordan or any other great basketball player with five seconds on the clock, can catch the ball, fade away, at the, right before the buzzer, swish. Many people wonder why they're a winner and how they can do that. You know how they do it? They practice it all the time. 
That's a shot that they take all the time. Now we think, oh my God, he took that. He's been doing that shot every day. He practicing all the time. 10 seconds on the clock, under pressure, people in your face. They're holding up a dummy in his face and showing him real life scenarios. And he's learning how to move through and get the shot. He's learning the options that he still have under pressure. When he feel like the clock is ticking down and he don't have time, there's still time to release the ball from your hand. And many of us got to learn how to practice faith when we're under pressure. We think we only practice faith in good times, but I'm trying to move you to the lifestyle of a winner. Some of you say, Pastor Joe, you don't know what I'm going through. Every once in a while, I get mad and I gotta cuss people out. Shoot, the thing I'm dealing with. I gotta cuss people out. But the person who winner says, I ain't got time to cuss people out. I may be messing up my favor. I may be messing up relationships. They start practicing discipline under harsh pressures. They start recognizing I'm a winner. I'm a conqueror. I take things that look like it can't work for my good and I flip them towards my blessing. I learn how to flip stuff. That's why I use the text to talk about how she flipped every situation. They called her a savage. She said, no, I didn't even know nothing about that. But since you said that, maybe I opened the door for this 12-year-old's recovery. Maybe I was a precursor. So the bros who were believing for her breakthrough, now that they saw me, everything they threw at her, she says, no, I flip it for the good. I don't have time. Somebody, I'm talking to you today. And I feel the Holy Ghost causing me inspirationally to be a surgeon to you. Some of you, I hear the Holy Spirit ministering to me, helping you. Some of you are very, you major in negativity. You major in negativity. And you got to drop your major. You got to drop it today. You got to drop your major. And you got to start majoring in positivity. You got to start majoring in being optimistic. You got to start majoring in the odds and in the good. And what could happen and what is possible. You got to get rid of being negative And letting fear. Because fear is what drives you to be negative. The Holy Spirit is spiritually trying to remove it through surgery and get you to a place that you understand that you're a winner now lift your hands right there I'm ready to pray I want you to hear this story in first person from the woman who's been interviewed as a winner so Father today let this word inspire somebody to find their grind to find their strength to find their toughness to go through every process to be what you called them to be let somebody find this word to say you know what I don't care what the past look like my future is brighter than my past matter of fact if God be for me he's more than the world that could be against me and if I can believe God I believe he can turn everything around so Father, we thank you for those who emotionally are being strengthened, delivered, rescued, and breakthrough is coming to their life, and breakthrough is coming to their house. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands, everybody, right there. Come on, clap your hands right there. Now grab your communion. Those who are with us every Sunday, God has told us until we start gathering again, 
that he will keep us and preserve us and bring us through. So if you're with me today, join with us. You say, Pastor, I don't have no communion juice at home. Get whatever juice you have. Even the juice we drink is in similitude of the blood of Christ. So everything we do is in similitude. The blood, the bread is in similitude of his body. So you can take any piece of cracker bread and consecrate it unto him for this moment in similitude. You can use juice, juicy juice, Gatorade, fruit punch. It's in similitude right now of his great blood. Now lift up that bread. Come on, lift it up. This bread represents the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He was broken for us. Break it and eat ye all of it. Break it, eat ye all of it. You took in wholeness. Hallelujah. He became sin that will become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Now the juice represents the blood of the New Testament where we are sealed by precious promises. Drink ye all of it. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Now I want you to thank him on what's possible. I want you to open your mouth and begin to praise God that by faith, what can happen? Saving faith, delivering faith, rescuing faith, transforming faith. I want you to trust God to win. I want you to trust God for your deliverance and your breakthrough. God really wants to bring us out in this season. And I want you to see the perspective of a winner. How they practice, how they keep going, how they think, how they keep moving, how they strategize, how they live, how they practice so they can be everything God has called them to be. I believe God is doing the same thing for you, making you a winner in the midst of a crisis. We're not running away from these storms. We're going to speak to these storms. We're not running away from the challenges. We're going to overcome the challenges. We're not running away. God has given us not the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound. Sound mind, sound mind means I can think my way through this. A sound mind means I can be clear in the midst of cloudiness. A sound mind. I can make great decisions under pressure. So Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for all the people who have gathered with us today. We declare that we are winners. We declare that through Christ, we can do all things who strengthen us, who, do, who strengthens us through Christ. We can do all things because he strengthens us and preserves us. We ask that you would cover us and bless us and that strength would go into our hearts like never before. We thank you for everybody joined us, connect with us all over the world. Hallelujah. I know I've been saying that lately. All over the world. Glory to God. And we thank you for lives being changed, souls being saved, people being encouraged, people being inspired by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let the blessing of the Lord rest upon us. May heaven's face shine upon us, giving us breakthrough and giving us supernatural increase. Everywhere we go, we declare that we are blessed. In the city, in the field, our homes are blessed. Our children are blessed. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And we look forward to seeing you Wednesday night, 6.30 for our Wednesday night worship. God bless you. I love you.
We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.